somebody else has done it too. And somebody else has done it on a very high level. And chances are the person that has done it is no more, is no smarter than you, is no more experienced than you, is no more educated than you, is really no different than you are at all. And if they can do it, you can do it too. Welcome to the Outperform Podcast. My name is Scott Welly. I'm an author, speaker, and the founder of Outperform the Norm, a global movement that helps people achieve peak performance in their personal and professional lives. I've spent my life working with top performers in business as well as athletics, and each week it's my aim and mission to bring you an inspiring person to share their personal stories and insights, or perhaps it'll be a personal message from me, but with one very simple goal in mind, to help you outperform. Your time is precious, and I want to thank you for spending it with me here today. But just one small ask before we get started. If you find value from this podcast, the greatest way that you could possibly thank me would be to head on over to iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast platform happens to be and give it a five-star review. Also share it with somebody that you know that you would like to help outperform so we can all grow this movement together and strive to make the world a healthier, happier, higher performing place. Once again, thank you for being here. And without further ado, let's get started. Hello, all performers. Hope you're having a great day. And last week, I put out a post on being an authority. And wherever you're watching or listening to this, I'll, I'll put a link for it so you can go ahead and link to it. But it was based on the premise of it came from a sales training that I did where many of us will discount the hundreds and the thousands of hours that we put into something and how that really truly does make us an authority or an expert in a given area. And it's not that you have to puff out your chest, you have to tell everyone that you're an authority, but it should actually give you that quiet confidence in what it is that you're doing. And one of the things that I talked about is the confidence competence loop, where if you have done something for a very long period of time and you've put in a lot of hours, that proves that you are competent in a given area or in a given field or with a a given skill. And that should, in turn, fuel your confidence towards what it is that you're doing on a day-to-day basis. But then the other part of it is, okay, Scott, well, what the heck do I do if I don't have hundreds or thousands of hours in something? How do I acquire that initial confidence to just get started and just kind of get the ball rolling and get it going in the right direction. And there are some distinctions between what the norm does and what outperformers do that allow them to take those initial first steps to have that confidence that if I do the work, and there's no substitute for putting in the reps, but if I put in those reps and continue to put in the hundreds and the thousands of hours, it's going to pay off for me in the long run. So let's talk about the psychology underneath that. And one of the first things that you need to do, I'm going to go through three things. But the first thing is you got to prioritize the process. And if you look at the psychology underneath, like why we don't even get started on something, there isn't a single person on planet Earth, me included, that likes being bad at something, right? Or that maybe to even say better that likes not being good at something. Like we all want to feel like we are good or we are competent. And what doesn't even allow the norm or kind of 
you know, people that just maybe overthink it or don't get started and don't put themselves out there is the thought that I don't want to be bad at this. And if you're saying, I don't want to be bad at this, what you are always doing is you are looking at the end result or you're looking at the outcome of something. So like, let's just take what I'm doing right now. I've probably recorded hundreds, if not thousands of videos in my life. And I cannot possibly begin to tell you the number of times on my early videos that I would just bumble and blunder all over myself. And it would take me 20 takes to be able to record a video. And if I was initially going into that when I first started, prioritizing that outcome or the end result, saying, well, it's not even worth it for me to do it unless I can wake up and I can record these videos in one take because I don't want to be bad at this. And all I'm looking at is I'm just looking at what is the outcome? What is the end result from what I'm doing? Rather than looking at it and saying, okay, maybe it takes me 20 takes at the beginning, but if I prioritize the process and if I prioritize just getting a little bit better each time, at some point, it will only take me 15 takes, it'll only take me 10 takes, and then five takes, and now I can basically wake up and I can record videos in one take, uh, kind of at the drop of a hat. And that's how we actually acquire that competence in any area of our life. But if all we are looking at from the initial part of starting something is, I'm not going to be very good, or all you're doing is looking at that end result or that outcome, you are never going to get started because of the gap simply from where you are starting and where that outcome or where that level of proficiency happens to be. You know, whether you're making brand new in sales, you're making outbound cold calls, or whether you're new in a leadership position, you're leading a new team, or you're building a business, writing a book, starting a new sport, acquiring a hobby, or recording videos. Like It really doesn't matter. There is always going to be a gap between where you are now and where that level of proficiency lies in terms of the end result or the end outcome. So instead of going into something from the initial get-go and just looking at this, look at that process and look at the incremental improvement that you're making. Because if you do that, you're going to be more willing to put in those reps that there's no substitute for. And you're going to be more willing to stick with it and to continue to do it. And as you acquire that competence, that then will loop back and will fuel the confidence that we all need. So that's that's really the first and foremost thing. And then two other quick things that we all need to do. One, use your reference points. I don't know if this is you looking two years back or 10 years back, but look back at some area of your life, personally, professionally, athletically, where you're now very proficient or skilled or good at something, but at some point you probably weren't right? You probably had to start at the kind of square one where maybe you were bad or you weren't very good at something, but you continue to put in the reps and now you're very skilled or very proficient at it. And what we do when we use reference points, and it doesn't have to be in the same area, you can take something personally, use it professionally, you can take something athletically and use it for your personal life. But it's just basically looking at something and saying, if I've done it before, I can do it again. That's how outperformers think. And they think if I'm willing to put in that same level of work, well, it paid off for me in this one area. So it just makes sense from a confidence and a belief standpoint that if I do it, 
it will pay off in this other area as well. So use those reference points. And then the other part is to also use your vicarious experiences, as we call it in sports psychology. But vicarious experiences is looking out at other people that may be highly skilled or proficient in whatever you are looking to do, whatever skill, whatever you're looking to acquire, and saying, if they can do it, I can do it too. Now, a lot of us won't do that because we'll look at it and it kind of comes back to the fixed mindset versus growth mindset part of it, where we'll look out at other people, somebody that is leading a company, somebody that's built a great business, somebody that's a sales leader, somebody that is incredibly fluent and good on video and is written best-selling books, like we will look out at these other people and we will look at it with a fixed mindset and say, well, they were just born with some level of communication or some level of charisma or some ability to write or ability to speak that I just don't have. And that's how the norm thinks, how outperformers actually look at it as they say, well, from a growth mindset standpoint, you know, let's just compare me to Tony Robbins, okay? If I've recorded hundreds or maybe thousands of videos, Tony Robbins has probably recorded tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of videos or spoken to live audiences, just to compare me against someone else. And I could very easily go and I could look at Tony and I could say, well, Tony was just born with something that I don't have. Or I could say, well, I didn't know Tony when he was back at square one. And maybe he's so good at what he does right now because he's put in the tens of thousands and the hundreds hour of thousands of hours of work. And because he's put in all of those reps and he has all of that competence, well, that's that's part of the reason that he's he's actually so good at it. And I should be able to look at that and I should be able to say he doesn't actually have anything that I don't have. And if I put in the work, if he can do it, I can do it, too. And we need to do this in our lives. And when we do this, it's not that we're putting someone else down. We're pulling ourselves up. But I would highly encourage you that chances are whatever you're looking at doing, whether some of the examples I gave, writing a book, building a business, you know, starting a, a new sales job, leading a team, etc. Somebody else has done it too. And somebody else has done it on a very high level. And chances are the person that has done it is no more is no smarter than you, is no more experienced than you, is no more educated than you, is really no different than you are at all. And if they can do it, you can do it too. So from an initial starting point, if you are looking to put in the reps to get started, to get the ball rolling so you can acquire that competence that you need via this confidence competence loop, in looking at that, prioritize the process over the end result or the outcome. Use your reference points. If you've done it before, you can do it again. And also use the vicarious experiences where if someone else can do it, you can do it too. All of these things might sound really painfully simple, but trust me, this is the psychology of how people outperform. And if you only use those three things, you're not only going to get started with more things in your personal, professional, athletic life, but you're also going to have a much better chance of sticking with it long term and really acquiring that competence and that proficiency and whatever it is that you're looking to do. So thanks for watching, listening. Have a great day. And as always, wishing you the best of health, happiness and high performance. 
Hello, outperformers. Three more quick things before we sign off here today. First and foremost, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I understand how many different podcasts are out there, and I do not take a single second of your time for granted because time is truly our most valuable asset. It is our most precious commodity, and I appreciate you taking that time and you spending it with us here today. Second, if you found value in this podcast, maybe you've noticed, but podcasting has gotten quite popular as of late. And if you would like to help support the Outperforming Movement and the Outperform Podcast, one of the best ways that we can get it found is for you to give it a favorable review and rating on whatever your favorite podcasting platform happens to be. So head on over to iTunes, head on over to Google Play, and give it a favorable review. And while you do that, also share it with someone else that you know that is just like you, is driven by growth and wanting to be the best personally and professionally in every single thing that they do. Number three, if you want even more tools and tips and strategies to be able to be your best personally and professionally, head on over to scottwelly.com. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. There are loads of different resources for you on everything from goal setting and grit to resiliency and focus to confidence and motivation and routines and habits and everything that you can possibly imagine to help you be your absolute best every single day, personally and professionally. Once again, if you'd like to access those free resources, head on over to scottwelly.com, S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. So as I sign off, thank you again for spending your time with me here today. Keep outperforming and as always, wish you the best of health, happiness, and high performance. Have a great day.